Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where's the van life fart life hashtag? I need to know what's your fart strategy. Um, I believe this is a question for fart wolves. That's what happened fart. to that guy? I'm just going to go to the biggest van accounts, right? And go under the Instagram and ask them all the same what question. About what about the farts? How do you get the farts out of there? I feel like Michael Felder and I need to do this. This is like a Michael Felder investigates thing. Like, hey, how do you keep all the farts out of your beautiful twee van? Your little hey. Wes Anderson fantasy. It smells like farts. I know it. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the Internet's only college football podcast which tonight means that we also possess the august title of america's most important legal broadcast we need that's uh, right we need we need legal music here no that's a little too exciting like and now i'm seeing air drum no we don't need air drum we need the opposite clunk, 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 clunk. what do they do on c-span what's c-span music do they have music? There we go. There we go. That's hitting. Yeah. They have like a, a singing bowl. Mm-hmm. Some like warbling, warbling French horn, yeah. right? Over some cellos playing that indicates that you're somewhere on the Potomac, right? <laughs> Noble America. Justice. Well, folks, if we heard the bwomp, womp, womp, that means we had court stuff happen in college <laughs> sports land. Uh, the NCAA 
it did the thing the NCAA does whenever the NCAA appears in Cortland, which is it's got its ass whooped. That tends to happen every few years. Um, the latest one, it was, uh, yeah, the, the Sean Austin case. Sean Austin, hell of a career for the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, not only did he post two touchdowns in the 70-33 Orange Bowl against Clemson, also two critical touchdowns in the last ever backyard brawl against Pitt. Yeah. Uh, lest we forget numerous other scores uh, had, had a fi- final season, missed some time that year. But hey, he did enough in, in that 2011 campaign. And then there's this <laughs> dragging the NCAA's ass all the way to the Supreme Court where they got shut the fuck out. <laughs> Which uh, nine zero nine to nothing like a it's damn, an actual football score. That's a 2008 Nick Saban score right there. Um, and I, I actually looked. I did. Uh, I did some Supreme Court analytics. All right. So uh, a unanimous verdict. The, the Supreme Court hears about sixty to seventy cases per year, and something like twenty to thirty of them are unanimous. Um, which is like more than I would have guessed. You know, it feels like a huge deal, but like still. It happened to the NCAA. They paid these lawyers millions and millions and millions of dollars and got zero points on the board. Seventy, seventy-five million dollars over the course of less. <laughs> to say nothing of like how many, how many of the NCAA's employees do you reckon are lawyers? Like sixty, sixty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, what you couldn't have just saved some bucks and gone in-house for this. Instead, you paid somebody a lot of money to take a nine-hour. Like this and- is my thing. The in- now, when you feel bad on Twitter about maybe pulling up a rando and maybe dunking on that rando a little hard. And you say, I don't know. That guy's only got 400 followers. Let me reiterate. Our nation's highest court does this 20 to 30 times a year. They pick a case and they're like, yeah, we're going to dunk the shit out of this. We're just going to go nine. Oh, we're going to humiliate the hell out of these guys. I have never seen so many replays of that onion headline the worst person you know just made a break great point because brett fucking kavanaugh mm-hmm. it, the ncaa has to have a lower q rating than congress itself at this point have you ever seen such bipartisan i don't know if you could get this much bipartisan consensus on like i don't know pizza definitely not pizza definitely not pizza. especially not if you're specific chains or toppings or whatever yeah, we couldn't get this much bipartisan consensus on like FIFA. No, the video game. I mean, I, I let's put it this way: you got Justice Sotomayor and Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Alito all on the same page. In fact, you got them so much that the quote that you will see, the passage that you will see cited, does not come from the main ruling. No, no, no. Gorsuch wrote that. Okay. Kavanaugh just wrote Bad enough, by the way, that you've got Gorsuch out front. These are people who think fence posts have more rights than human beings. That's basically who ruled yeah. in favor of student athletes today. Now, you will hear a lot of people say, well, this is really just kind of a window crack. Well, it's a bit more than a window crack. OK, and that this is the reason why the concurrence by Kavanaugh saying, among other things, <clears throat> in my view, it's always good when you get in my view, right? This is like the IMO. Here comes the heat. That I got some shit to say. Mm-hmm. It, it says that the NCAA. I'm going to speak on it. Says that colleges may decline to pay student athletes because the defining feature of college sports, according to the NCAA, is that student athletes are not paid. That's a loop. And guess who points that out? Kavanaugh, 
Kavanaugh says, in my view, that argument is circular and unpersuasive. The NCAA couches its arguments for not paying student athletes in innocuous labels, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. Is that bad? Is that bad? (laughs) Is that a bad way to be described by the like? The 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 uh, supreme means like highest, right? That means like most important, most powerful. Like it seems no, bad. There's no there's this is this is you, you've talked to the manager already. You got no they've more che- managers to speak to. <laughs> they've checked in the back, okay. <laughs> the, uh, this is, and, and this, this is, is Kavanaugh we're talking about. Like this dude doesn't like unions, but no. he he was he so like infuriated people. by the NCAA's gall that he's like. Y'all better go start a union. You had Brett fucking Kavanaugh telling you to go start a union. That's how disgusted he is by what he's looking at here. That's incredible, man. <laughs> like, I think of every song where it's like, you know, it's like a common metaphor. Every song where it's like, oh, this person was so beautiful, made, you know, a blind person could see, could appreciate this person's beauty or whatever. This is like the opposite of that, right? This is something so disgusting a blind person can perceive the ugliness of it. Great job, NCAA. <laughs> this, this is, this is, this is, of all the NCAA's uh, legal ass whoopings, this feels like the most um, uh, just just slam dunkingest. I would. I'm gonna go. Even Probably not further. the costliest, but. How did you get a guy who would probably seriously endorse something you would consider to be child labor in coal mining, to write this, <laughs> or? legislation would be one option toward resolving this or colleges and student athletes could potentially engage in collective bargaining. What did you do? What did you do? The gap between, and we've said this before, but the gap between, uh, I encourage you to watch coverage of this on television or on C-SPAN or streaming whenever you can, because the gap between what we had just learned to accept is normal in this industry and watching anybody outside of this industry get a whiff of this for the first time highlighted this year by uh i think this was actually during the congressional proceedings an ncaa lawyer being asked so wait you're telling me that people like college sports better when the athletes aren't paid and their answer was yes and you just hear man the number of warm chortles you heard around that hearing room every time they said something should have set off a number of warning flags (laughs) <laughs> what? How did you spend 75 mil to get this result? The last time somebody spent $70 million to lose 9-0, it was LSU football to Alabama, and it took them like years to pay that much money to Les Miles. That's they, like got a- si- they got six points, buddy. They got six. So oh, they I'm did, sorry. Okay, they so did better than CAA here. <laughs> they did better. They didn't, get, they didn't get blanked. That's astonishing. The last time anyone paid $75 million and didn't win anything, that would be Texas A&M. Yep. That, thank you. <laughs> That's, let's, let's rub that in on Big News Saturday. Let us pray. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll sell more shirts in Texas. They'll sell more shirts in Texas. That's all they care about. That's y'all the real game. I'm going to put a dog on a shirt. I won't even put the logo on there. And y'all be like, holy, holy. Just piling dog shirts in your shopping cart. Love yeah. y'all. The um uh the the court thing happened. It was very important in some way or whatever, and educational this or that, you know. And uh, mm. the, <clears throat> the video game that was going to come back, yeah, it's still going to come back, you know. So uh, th- that concludes the legal analysis, serious legal analysis. And uh, I just want to point, <laughs> get back to yeah, you know that man, they they really got their dick slammed in a car door on this one. 
the NCAA did, yeah, quite frankly. So I, I think I'm looking think forward to the actually, next one. When's the next one? When's the, do, do we get a? Did they print out a schedule? Does the NCAA put up like a home and road schedule for court cases? Well, here's the fun part. Shit, we should have, man, we should have had watch alongs for this. Like my my only regret at this time is that we did not schedule any group hangs. Can we game day one of these? Oh. Can we go to the court? Can we tailgate this shit? <laughs> That's outside. Can can we tailgate it? Can we get game day to the Supreme Court for one of these? <laughs> Lee Corso. I got the court. <laughs> I think the court's gonna win. He, he just put on a wig, right? He just put on like a powdered wig. Like, <laughs> Actually, with this one, he would have been wearing a, a, a Mountaineer coonskin cap. He would have had a rifle, right? Sean Alston, Mountaineer. So we yeah. had Oli would be out there blah, blah, on the steps of the Capitol. Oh, that happens every now and then. But uh, um, I would, I would, by the way, also go to great lengths to remind everybody of a few things about this case. Okay, um, it is not no, it is not the end of amateurism, but it's the beginning. Like, because there's a big hole in the side that says that the Supreme Court won. Not only does the Supreme Court not believe a single one of your arguments about your reason for existing or about amateurism and have stated so in two rulings two right from the most conservative court of our generation two of them said that they don't buy it additionally they also said this they don't think that you're currently eligible for an antitrust exemption like baseball has nope Nope, which is a, that's the entire Hail Mary football turn the NCAA that's, is going for. They want that from mm-hmm. Congress, but I don't think that's going to hold up even if they get it. So, uh, yeah, shit's mm-hmm. looking dire. Probably should have figured it out before now. But, yeah, like uh, it, 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 it feels like, you know, the court is openly saying everyone who hates this shit, you should feel emboldened to keep bringing us cases because we think this is fucking stupid, too. Uh, where you know they, they they a lot of people made the point they didn't overstep and say like okay fine all money is legal uh, they specifically said you can't buy kids Lamborghinis which is fucked up but if someone were to if if Lamborghini were to sue the NCAA right if 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 Ferrari and Lamborghini and all the car companies were to to get together and uh, the Tuscaloosa automotive dealerships were to get together and together they sue the NCAA that is when the floodgates really open right when Dude, when can Dodge. You say, can you- when mm-hmm. Dodge Motor Company sues the NCAA, it's over for you hoes. Can you think of a more fantastic lawsuit, by the way, than one that involves Ferrari and like, you know, Neil uh, Bumcamp Ford outside of College <laughs> Station, right? Like, I'm Neil Bumcamp and I'm a Ferrari. We come and found the lawsuit. <laughs> Buy our beautiful cars. I really feel it's all building toward. Uh, what is the name of Nick Sa- Nick Saban BMW versus in the NCAA? What that's, the fuck are they going to do to Nick Saban? Do it, Nick. You got the money. You know people who do. They'll fund what, it for that, you. That's that's Nick in a title game. You know what I'm you know what I'm calling Woo. old school Saban. Nine oh nine oh three three field goals in the truth or a touchdown and a safety. Either one's fine. All right, he but likes points I, these days. These days it's going to get ugly. Yeah, I don't know. He could throw it back. <laughs> you could be like, how did you win a Supreme Court decision 72 to 3? He's like, just pack the court. You got to pack the court these days. You need a lot of points on your side. I want to read one more passage, and this is from uh, Kavanaugh's uh, concurring opinion that he felt. This, this is very normal. It's your first time on this show, y'all. We just sit around quoting Brett Kavanaugh all the time because we like that guy a lot. <laughs> 
And so yeah. this is all very normal. Keep in mind, the concurring opinion is essentially the hype man going, yeah, <laughs> what? Uh-huh. He told you. Like that's, it's essentially the like ad lib track on Amigos song. That's just going skirt. Like that's what I think it's like the, is. on a Wu-Tang song, the old dirty bastard verse, right? Where it's like <laughs> the dude who is taking it a step beyond the rest of them are like, we're not saying that, but we're glad he is. Right. Yeah. Right. In, in addition to everything we've just said, there's two more things. One that in the opinion, Brett Kavanaugh wrote this. This relief focuses on allowing schools to offer scholarships for graduate degrees and to pay for things like, quote, computers, unquote, and, quote, tutoring, unquote. By the way, the mention of the word computers, pretty much the biggest display of technical aptitude and ability that anyone on the Supreme Court has ever displayed because they're, they're not exactly up on the latest app, much less computers. But the NCAA fears that schools might exploit this authority to give student athletes luxury cars to get to class and other unnecessary or inordinately valuable items only nominally related to education. First off, shouts out to SMU for making it into Supreme Court lore, right? The gold Trans Am and AM, whoop, you both made it into Supreme Court lore as like, as like legitimate fears of the NCAA. I like that they said, well, this might happen. It's already happened. This has already happened without justification and should because they're employees. I just like that the gold Trans Am is doing donuts over this portion of the transcript, right? <laughs> Adore that. But this is the sentence I wanted to get to. Under the current decree, the NCAA is free to forbid in-kind benefits unrelated to a student's actual education. Nothing stops it from enforcing a, and I quote, no Lamborghini rule. <laughs> or shit. Why do you? This is the best. This is the most fun we've had since the bagel rule. <laughs> the bagel rule. Yeah, shit escalated for y'all. You thought you could regulate cream cheese, and they got the Supreme Court saying, eh, "I guess you can regulate Lamborghinis." Man, y'all should have known your place. You should have. You should have <laughs> dialed it back when you had the should've chance. Should have. You should just get. Here. You should just let those kids have cream cheese. You wouldn't be in this mess. How it started, bagel sandwich with a hundred dollar bill in it. How it's going, <laughs> Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, like that's that's where we're at though. Is yes. that, that like the highest only, court the in the land? The only thing you have to do to make this hilarious is to describe, as usual, with the best things in sport. The only thing you have to do to make it funny is to describe exactly what is happening in context. The highest court in the land is like, okay, no four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> sports cars. <laughs> that's where we draw the line. That's it. Bitch, we're gonna drive. We're gonna drive Chargers in here all day. That's sixty five k. That is a deal fully it's open, out, it's open fully kitted, fully outfitted with the Hellcat package and the track sheet, the track tires, right? Like 65K. That's fine, y'all. Just no Lamborghinis. Keep the <laughs> keep the Italians off the block. I'm picturing okay. it. Wow. So we have uh, Hugh Freeze, 2022 uh, South Carolina head coach. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna make a move. They're going to keep it, keep it spinning, keep it spinning. We, we get Hugh in here. Um, he's getting pulled over by the NCAA. You know, they got they got a little cop car. Uh, and uh, Mark Emmert is walking around and he's got like the old school like um, cop, uh, like 1930s cartoon cop hat. And he's like twirling a baton. Um, and he's like literally a cartoon. He's wearing cartoon clothes. And he's like, did you know how fast you're going? And he was like, it says right here, no Lamborghinis. So I didn't give him a Lamborghini. So skirt pulls off. That's it. And that's that's all Mark Emmert accomplishes that whole year. And uh, South Carolina wins the SEC East and Hugh gets fired for something unrelated. But I know who's going to come and pull up in a Lamborghini to the football offices of his employer. 
I know who's going to do it. You know who's going to like do who's going to do it first. Gonna, yeah, who's going to put it on Instagram? I know who's pulling up in a blue Lambo with red trim to yeah. the football offices in Oxford. He is pulling up in a Lamborghini. His name is Lane Kiffin, and it's going to be on Instagram in like the next week or so. So just yeah. wait for that to drop. This is also Do you think okay, this is a serious question. Do you think he can drive a stick? No, that's gonna be the funniest part. Okay. Cannot drive a stick. I so mean, if he, we all know a GA is gonna be right. Yeah, so if he hits the paddle shifters, it's over. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna burn out, he's gonna burn out the clutch. Which again, Lane Kiffin might do and just be like do that and fade away, huh, brother? Hey, what well, chump change to me? Why don't you bring another Lamborghini in here? Come on. NCAA said I couldn't do it. That's the other thing here is this that the court has uh, said in so many words that this is not the the ruling, right? This is the ruling that's going to lead to another lawsuit. And you said, can we tailgate it? Can we get a schedule for lawsuits? Okay. I hope they filed like today. Like just, just like, like I hope they yeah, had it listen, loaded. I'm not exaggerating. We need this. Loaded next. and ready. Yeah, next. next. I got next. Lo- loaded and ready to go because I mean, for a while, like when when the Alston case actually when it was first filed and all that, like there was a stream of these. So like, you know, I I don't have the the schedule in front of me, but there is more coming. Like already, like the 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 nail in the coffin one. Who knows if that's even been filed yet? But like, it only gets worse from here. Like yeah, Emirate and all them, they're bleeding bleeding time and and collecting payroll for as long as they can. The ship is burning, and uh, the individual rats will continue to collect on the way out but they blew the door on the bank and then said be a shame if somebody robbed it that's really what they did they basically said this door is unsound sorry it's not up to code there's nothing standing here wow just if anyone wants to walk through go go right ahead except they didn't say that because it wouldn't be stealing because earlier parts of it say their labor model is illegal they used an adverb Kavanaugh used a um, goddamn adverb. So it has the word labor in it. Labor. A labor ruling in favor of labor from the Supreme Court in the year 2021. When like half these dudes are Federalist Society jerks. Like that's what you got. That's how bad you screwed up. And that's how like flatly illegal. His words, not mine. Your labor model is. And you pressed it. Unless you wanted... These people know from exploiting the working class. Yeah, they're all for it. These guys went to like private schools in Bethesda straight to Yale. Never had a job. Like is none that of it? these people have ever actually had this jobs. This is like rolling up to the True Blood orgy and being told you're overdressed. Yeah. Uh, so is this like, is this Kavanaugh and them? They're saying like, hey, man, be, be cool. Y'all are, <laughs> y'all are raising the heat on the rest of us, man. You, you got to flaunt it like this. Damn. No. What do you see them appealing to a higher authority to justify their lives? No, 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 no. They became that higher authority. The NCAA wanted it stress tested. They're the people who built something that was clearly unstable and then said, um, I'd like you to just shake it a little. This in court terms asked and answered. Yeah. It has been stress tested. Nine. Oh, nine zero. Get out. That's, oh, I'm amazed. And for anybody who thinks it, it, this, this is, by the way, also that, you know, they'll go, well, maybe they'll get an antitrust exemption. Well, what? It, just play this out with me. If they get an antitrust exemption <laughs> from Congress, 
Who just said they, they don't really buy the argument for an antitrust exemption? The court. The court. <laughs> so how has the NCAA responded to this? Have they said like, you know, oh, boy, this is bad. Or, or did they say like, ah, this bad day at the office. You, you win some, you lose some. Uh, you know, we, we just didn't execute today. We didn't we didn't we failed to get out there and execute. So uh, we'll just get them. They, they did the latter. They 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 learned nothing from this. Um, so. Nope. Tune in. Moving, Tune moving in forward for more. Yeah. <laughs> moving, moving forward onward. Check still Mike. cash. We'll let you know as soon as they don't. That is, by the way, from the office of Mark Emmert, whose salary is $2.7 million a year. $2.7 million a year. And he is going to keep eating the corn out of the barn as long as he possibly can. For 2.7, because his services on the open market are to keep labor from seeing money. How much money? Way more than $2.7 million. That is a deal that the schools pay for the NCAA to take all this. Whoo! I am, I'm fired up. It's great. <laughs> um, should we pause for some podcast business? I believe we have. We have some. identification. Uh, real quick, I, I would like to weigh in um, real quick on one thing. Uh, Bruce Wayne doesn't, but Batman does. That's my opinion on that matter. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can't believe we almost forgot about this. Uh, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense to me because Bruce Wayne is rich. And if Batman doesn't, why is his mouth uncovered? Yeah. Mm, okay. Do you mind if... Can I ask you real quick a round robin lightning round? Yeah, talk robin. about oh yeah. yeah. Wait, oh no, robin's this? robin's round. No, it is about this, and I just want you to go yes or no. You can elaborate a little bit if you want. Okay. Oh, it's are you extending the which characters eat ass debate onto the show? <laughs> Was I not yeah. supposed to tell everybody? About that? Um, I'm just gonna throw out a comic book character name. And you can go there and just say yes or no. Yeah, yes or no to what? Spencer? Yeah, there. Well, if Bat if Batman does, but or if Bruce Wayne does, but Batman doesn't. Okay. Okay. That doesn't what? Uh, perform oral sex. It's fucking wild that I am the only person on this show who will say pussy. So, in doing that, I'm just gonna throw out some characters. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I think the eat ass fight is funnier. Captain America. Absolutely not. He thinks it's tawdry. It wasn't discovered like American soldiers discovered it in France. So like <laughs> he missed he missed that entire wave. Like he he got out the game right before that hit. <laughs> oh my god! I stand corrected, and I'm so happy. <laughs> so I mean, either he was he he might have been the one who discovered it actually. So like <laughs> it, it might be entirely his uh. Oh he's the god. one who brought it to the states, and then he said, "I'll see y'all in seventy years." <laughs> That's the other. Man, Peggy Carter did have a glow around her at the end of it. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. Oh my god! Hey, hey, hey! What did that man say? I could do this all day. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk you about it? it? No, you I don't think I will. How does his first movie know. end? The, his first Captain America. His first movie. It ends with him literally going down. Okay. Oh, shit. See. Okay. Mm. Um, Fuck, he says he does, but he doesn't. 
Um, Sorry, I feel extremely confident about this. Hulk. Absolutely. It's, Ravenous. It's horrifying. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, hip displacements. <laughs> it's a problem. Iron Man. No. He pays someone to do it. No. Yeah, he's got amazing <laughs> machines, but no. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got that. Yeah, that machine he's always yelling at. You know yeah. the okay, you know the scene in, in three when he's having the empty suit talk to Pepper while he's downstairs? That yeah. Only the robots downstairs. Not me. I know what I'm doing here. <clears throat> Hawkeye. Oh no fucking way. Expects his ass eaten though. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst Avenger for a reason. Thor. I'll defend. I'll defend Hawkeye here because as right, we, go, it, go, go, go check ahead. the check the record books. None any movie in which Hawkeye, any movie in which Hawkeye appears, his team wins. All right. Shit. See. Also, who's the only happily married one of them for a long time? We don't know mm. that. Mm. I mean, the closest thing to happily married. That much we can confirm. Yeah. Thor. I think so. Come I on, man. Enjoys it. I think this is why him and Hulk get along. Yeah, and like, look at Ragnarok, who all his friends are, mm-hmm. right? These are freaking oh, folks. Oh, that does track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this: if he didn't before going to, if he didn't before meeting Valkyrie, he definitely does now. I was going to say, like, once he once he went to uh, the, the garbage planet, right? He may, he may actually be the only person who has picked up more techniques than Cap. I may be an- via his time spent with Valkyrie. I may be answering this question simply by saying his name, Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay, this is another one. Stephen Strange, no, never. Doctor Strange, uh, in multiple dimensions. He's yeah, he's beyond yeah, like yeah. We'll I don't stick, even we'll know s- if it stick counts. His tongue through a portal. I think the answer is so yes that it's I don't know. I'm going to flip back over to Doramamu. I've come to bargain. <laughs> Just say the word Doramamu. Dorma, yeah. Um, flip it back to DC for a second. Aquaman. Oh, come on. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't even know if he well, needs to. He just sort of stands there and that's that does the trick. But <laughs> what is this? can we can we appreciate just once more the moment in the moment in uh whatever the fuck that re-released square movie was where yeah. <laughs> the girl smells his sweater mm-hmm. yeah there are so few moments in the movie theater where you're like man it'd be so fucking stupid and amazing if this happened and then that exact thing happens in front of you yeah thank you thank you fan service for once God, they for went that. for it yeah for once fan service for women superman no Mm-mm. no it feels physically dangerous. I think he's too powerful. Like I think he knows. I think he knows someone's going to get wounded if he gets, you know, if he gets that worked like, up. Are we talking about like abrasions? I, I in numerous things like his vision is is his. Uh, what does he do? He's this cold breath or something. It's just so stupid. He's got so many stupid powers, but mm. I don't even think he can keep track of all of them. So I don't know. It seems too dangerous. Last one, the Joker. Oh. Night and day, <laughs> without, <laughs> without <laughs> ceasing. <laughs> he, he, he does, but he makes it. He does, but he makes it weird. <laughs> he's horrible at it, but 
No, I think he's. Man, the I'd just be afraid I'd end up with acid in my cooch. No, the Harley Quinn thing. <laughs> the Harley Quinn show just has me convinced that he would be that it would be transcendent and yet attached to the worst does human the being in the world. Does the Harley Quinn show not imply that he wasn't getting it done in that department? It does I'm several gonna, times. No, I'm it really does. Spoil, yeah. I'm not going to spoil where that show goes at the end of the current season or at the end of the most recent season. But And that's the show that started all this. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the most canon of all when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I did speak to... I forget if I already said this on the show. Did I already talk about how I asked Justin Halpern about Bane? No. Okay. Um, on, on a long ago internet website called Banner Society, we were scheduled to interview uh, one of the creators of uh, the Harley Quinn show, who is a longtime full cast listener. And we're sorry for outing him as such, but we did get the chance to ask him, when did you realize uh, everything Bane says is funny? And uh, apparently it was during a lunch ordering process when one of the writers just started talking about their sandwich in the vein voice. And they're like, Oh shit, we're on to something. <laughs> I, 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 I'm this chicken palms. <laughs> it is always funny. It does not get old to me. No, everything. I only, by the way, I only have one character who I am convinced is a 150% yes uh, to the positive degree and uh, would ruin people. And that is Namor submariner because namor namor it first of all could breathe underwater second namor in every single comic is the dude who is mr steal your girl okay and by the way the dude they steal your mr steal your girl and mr keep your girl aren't necessarily always one-to-one namor is both okay namor is 100 percent a weird light in your eyes right now so i got only only because go ahead go ahead only because namor and and sue reed Every time Sue Reed sees Namor, she says things like, oh, God, put something on. I'm married. <laughs> like Sue Reed, can't, Sue Reed can't keep it together around Namor because I think once they once that happened and evidently it haunts her, like she looks like drawn and sweaty every time he's around, like, like, oh, God, that man has a disease and I want it. I would say number one on this list would be the eater of worlds, Galactus. <laughs> How did we not even go there? Yep. This man devours everybody at once. <laughs> Loves- so to, to the degree where it has to be announced for your own safety ahead of time. Heads up. This is gonna be this is gonna be uh eventful. A naked man surfs to your doorstep and says, All right, this is gonna get wild. Prepare yourself. Earth, you're about to get your blo- your doors blown off by the sexiest man in the universe. Galactus. He survived the death of his own dimension to come here tonight. See you, girl. I feel like Just overall you, we're being a tad optimistic with the skis, but you know what? I'm a Marvel movies are like that, so I'm okay with living in that world. <laughs> yeah. No. Just, just Namor and Galactus being like, respect, bro. Respect. Uh, man, we, we have not hit upon yet who I think might actually... Oh, okay, Star-Lord obviously does not. I'm sure we can all agree. <laughs> um, but, He's from Missouri. They have never, yeah. they've never heard of him. <laughs> oh, I, got a, I got a sneaking but unshakable, uh, but unshakable certainty that Drax can throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> he did really love his wife. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he really, really, really did. 
But I mean, but the thing that actually inspired that was you, know, you remember how he tunnels his way out of that critter in the beginning of Guardians? <laughs> with like, imagine that. A server's making the most awful thing. I'm so bad for server right now. Oh. I'm sorry, server. Horny. Server, server, nurse, server brought this upon himself by showing Coming up, up next, Mike Vrabel. Whoo! God. That's what we call an Easter egg, kids. I don't even know how to segue out of that, but I know where we got to go. You just know, like you Galactus. Know the thing about tiny little nubbins, <laughs> like acorns. Oh, I thought you were going to start talking about Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. A whole universe of possibilities just opened up. I, I, acorns.com. <laughs> Ant Man likes magic tricks. That seems valuable acorns.com slash full cast for all your investment can power stuff. And, and can power wave out of proportion to his size he's played by michael douglas mm. yeah. oh wait I, I don't know if you're in on that particular joke or not no yeah i'm there okay cool yeah acorns.com upsetting acorns.com what is the michael douglas thing <laughs> we'll explain it later okay. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna send jason a link and you guys do the ad all right i'll just click on it i'll just cl click on it and open it up no, no, uh, please do that's what i want you to do uh acorns.com is an investment thing where money goes into it and then it invests stuff and you have more money at, at least hopefully that's how it's supposed to work and that's how it often that's how it's worked for me let me put it that way uh you go to acorns.com slash full cast and you get a five dollar starter boost to the amount of money that you have and then someday hey who knows play your cards right do the automatic nickels and dimes thing into the big pile of money and maybe you can retire uh, i'm still on course for after age 83 but uh, if you if you go harder than me on investment, maybe perhaps you will retire before age eighty three. That'd be awesome for you, uh, and, and me as well because I revel in the success of others. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you know what? Last last month, I'm looking at a four point two seven percent growth rate on my acorns. This has me. Uh, Where do you this see percent? No, oh, it's down under performance, <laughs> down under market gain and folks, loss. If you folks, if you scroll down on the app, performance. <laughs> I'm not seeing. Have you got the link? I don't have the performance. <laughs> uh, well, on and also on my family plan, you you're familiar. I've been putting away just a little bit of change every week uh, under my early account for the kids. It might be time to check on whether my younger son has indeed pilfered a little more money away from me to pull away. We were at a current gap of 20 i believe 25 dollars last time and we are we're holding steady we're holding steady at 25 dollars. speaking once again of current gaps jason i have sent you that link oh there he is he found it. i did i have replied with the word poon tang all right which was <laughs> <laughs> which was in the link that i received <laughs> thank you uh, thank you film drunk thank you vince if you're out there yes um, also rounded up, you know, Hey, listen, just today rounded over the past week, rounded up a good $5 that went into my account. So ch chipping, chipping away a little bit at a time. It, it adds up. That's true. Technically. Yeah. That's a good point. That's um, what the app says. <laughs> and folks, uh, what are we going to do with all this, all this money? Well, I, I, we're going to retire for one thing. Mm -hmm. damn it <laughs> whether it's age 183 or what but uh well, we're what i really need is a fleece lined pocket to put all my money in like a kangaroo yeah 
I think I, I'm going to keep saving until I have about $75 million. All right. And then once I have $75 million, I am going to spend it at homefieldapparel.com using offer code fullcast. I'm probably going to wait until Saturday so I can get a look at the, uh, the new gear available. Probably going to be some dog themes, might be some 12s. Um, the, the, the amount of bevels will be very controversial. Probably so start some sort of infighting on, uh, on Aggie internet, but uh, mm, excited to, to Beverly, huh? Bevel. Oh yeah, that's it. We're gonna get Beverly. Here's what we need to do. We need to bring back AM Texas and we need to Bevel Bevo whenever AM wins. <gasps> yes. That's I think wh- whoever does that and also the logo. God made Bevo, not Bevelo. <laughs> I did see um I, I did see by the way that Texas put up a noble fight in Big News Saturday. Uh oh, Texas put up a noble fight, ultimately futile. Uh, you know what? That's new. They they came away with beautiful home field apparel, and that's something that they can feel good about. Unlike most seasons recently of Texas football, so I think this was a win nice. for everybody. Not a win, have, but what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a win. No. We're talking about Texas football here, <laughs> Jason. But I think it was ten com- wins. A win for commerce, yes. which surely Texas fans can appreciate. I also to to look ahead of things. The A and M one. When they come up short, they're going to be bent about it. They're going to be a little bit bent. We're going to blame, blame the refs. Uh, mm-hmm. the home field's biased in Bama's favor. Is it, what, what does that have to do with anything? You're not even competing against. Yeah, well, the home field's biased in favor of Bama. Right. They'll just, that's, that's, that's the go to these days. It used you to be that, Oklahoma, right? It's Crimson teams hanging together, Indiana, Indiana and Alabama. They got a, they got a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana, the Bama of the Big Ten. I've always said it. <laughs> Crimson's crimson. Indiana, who's never had a 10 win season. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Spencer's In lots of sports, they have. He thought that's where I was going with the fleece pocket analogy, which raises the question what do you think is down there? I'm going to pass on that question because. Um, do you think it has fleece on the inside? Does it? I, I, need, I have questions. Okay. I've had two kids. It's amazing. It's amazing what you could do without a manual. Um, I um, I want to do uh, one podcast business. I believe we have another. The NCAA is slowly crumbling and collapsing. Calls to mind once again uh, the uh, book Spencer and I wrote with our friends Alex, Richard, and Tyson. The it Sinful sure does, Seven, available at sinful7.com, which I don't know, sort of laid out a whole bunch of context, both fictional, allegorically, and uh, his, uh, true nonfiction journalism historically uh, about all the things that led to today and sort of uh, let, you know, the plotted out where it goes from here which is just more of this but uh uh it was, it was a cool thing we did about released it just shy of a year ago still very proud of it still very good work by the five of us so if you have not checked it out yet we still have it available simple7.com for the low low price of 99 cents or however many more dollars you'd like to give us uh for towards our retirement at age 83 but uh also yeah. involves some some uh some surprising shit on the part of Virginia, which is kind of where the Supreme Court is located. Yeah, sort of where a lot In of them live, opinion. for sure. Um, I, I would also like to, under podcast business, go ahead and uh, say that as an update to the EDSBS Charity Bowl, which we do every single year and is my favorite thing 
that that we do it's uh, really the only time of year in which we are useful human beings right it's the only time that i am like an actual functional uh member of society contributing value is during the charity bowl uh new american pathways uh announced today the i cannot believe this exists and i'm thrilled and stunned along with the rest of you the edsbs empowerment fund it is a fifty thousand dollar fund that among other things uh will help domestic violence victims uh with childcare costs so they can put their kids somewhere while they go and look for work and get work so they can get out of a bad situation. It's something that happens in the refugee community sometimes, and it's a serious need. And it's just one of the many things that your donations has allowed to happen at New American Pathways. So again, thanks y'all. Like you're the rock stars for doing this. It is absolutely fantastic that you not only contributed so much, but gave so much that you actually allowed specially designated little marks like this to happen uh, in Which their budget. New American Pathways did behind Spencer's back, I can reveal now, because they thought that if they told him ahead of time that they were naming the fund after them, that he would do something to scuttle it. Which I did not. <laughs> Thank you. No, not that you would scuttle the fund, that you would scuttle the naming of the fund. I mean, you have to say this, marketing baby, that's fine. If this helps out, if they, if this, and they dropped the announcement exactly. for it while the CEO was out of the state, so Spencer can't go to her house and yell. Yeah, I, can't. I, I like She's Spencer saying "marketing baby," well, <laughs> rubbing his chest. <laughs> I, I, I did. He that was a wearing, Dusty Rhodes thing. Marketing baby, wearing a home field apparel shirt. I am. Right yeah, I'm wearing an NDSU. That's true. That's home true. field shirt. But yeah, marketing baby. If this, if this helps everybody, if this helps raise awareness for next year's charity fundraiser, yeah, it no is. Fucking way would you have gone for this? If they had told you all completely. No, I would not have but that's <laughs> it's awesome that it happened so again thanks to everyone who donated and who will donate next year because we're doing this again y'all yeah kyle yeah kyle i got that for all the kyles of the world kyles get on board we got room for kyles more like matt kyle yeah Which matt all of them all of them we got tons of mats and if matt's gonna be on board kyle's gonna be on board this 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 boat's big enough for kyles swim on we got any other podcast business jason uh, I believe that concludes that hereby concludes. So this is our legal themed episode. So like bang gavel, right? Clunk, 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 clunk. Business is concluded. Um, did we want to do the Father's Day thing? Folks, Listen, you already missed Father's Day. If you're hearing this, but the good news is you have also got a whole collection of reading bathroom reading lined up in front of you. And what celebrates Father's Day more than that? Our buddy and occasional guest on this show, Ryan Nanny, uh, is absent tonight doing something with his family. Whatever. Uh, but in his absence, we would like to celebrate an annual tradition of Ryan's, which really blew the fuck up this year, which is uh, every year on Father's Day, your friend and ours, Ryan Nanny, uh, celebrates Father's Day by noting the habits, uh, tics, uh, personal quirks that he has developed in his personality that move him the furthest uh, towards his path of uh, dad godhood. And, you know, at dadhood is a state of mind, as you've heard us say before on the show, ladies is uncles, ladies is dads. Uh, dadhood is, is a, state of, a state of being. 
that does not ascribe itself to gender. So we have all kinds of folks join in this year. And to celebrate, we have gone through because this year's thread was just an overabundance of gifts. Uh, we have gone through this thread and also the additions from 2019 and 2020 and pulled a favorite of ours, uh, pulled a few favorites from uh, previous previous guests on the show, previous colleagues, a uh, couple of famous people are in here uh, telling telling us how they have become more dad-like this year. And we will we will share our stories of how we have become more dad-like ourselves. I wanted to say the dad thing that I did today that astonished me coming out of my mouth was watching Jeopardy, an underwhelming crew, not answering things that I knew and saying out loud, as I have done before, I think I could take these jokers. Referring to them as jokers being the most dad part of the statement, but also believing that were I dropped onto the set of Jeopardy, I would immediately thrive. That is some deep daddom. What was uh, what category made you uh, made you say this? Ge- it was a maps and geography oh, one. Oh, oh I yeah. Actually, have a point because we've been uh, we've been doing summer school in the quarantine bubble, and we are um, just you know setting up little competitions between the younglings, and we are we are really into uh, African capitals right now. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's up in Gemini? Yeah. What's yeah, up? We know. Yeah. What's up, Conakry? Um, so yeah, when it, when it, we've done so much drilling with the little ones as far as, you know, border areas near the Carolinas that you may actually have a point just this once, but also you took the Jeopardy test and failed. I, they just haven't called back yet. Okay. Again, making time to watch Jeopardy is extremely dad behavior. Um, I do want to share one from Nate Scott, our good friend, Nate Scott. Um, his dad thing was he drove alone to get soft serve and ate it by himself in the parking lot because, and I quote, Papa deserved a treat. (laughs) It's good, Nate. I will take one from my good friend, Erica Filer which has actually given me another business idea because God forbid we let an episode of this show uh, pass by without launching a new business. Erica EA Filer on Twitter said that her most dad-like activity was being disappointed by the Vols and then switching over to watch the hunt for Red October. (laughs) And this happens so often that it occurs to me that TNT should maybe sponsor our football team. And be like, we'll be here for you, even when your football team isn't. And just always have like, like a T, just like a TNT app. You know, it looks like Tennessee is playing. Wouldn't you rather watch, uh, The Rock? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Just counter programming. You know, I could watch. I could watch uh, whoever the fuck is coaching this team this year. Uh, I I could watch the 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 UCF guy coach this football team or i could watch conair one of those things has never hurt me i mean gone in 60 seconds it could both describe the game oh shit it occurs <laughs> to me that i own gone in 60 seconds on dvd and that may actually be the most dad like thing about me <laughs> you're doing some quality dad films on Timothy dvd fans in it shut up delroy lindo is a god <laughs> uh, I, um... my most sorry go ahead good I was going to say my most dad like uh, achievement this year personally actually involves uh, Spencer 
who does not know that I'm about to share this particular part of the story on the air. And I'm sorry about that. Oh boy. But I have developed a personal relationship with my mechanic. And by personal relationship, I mean, uh, I know my mechanic by name. My mechanic knows me. Uh, they call me when there's, you know, they, they call me when there's a recall. We, we discuss, you know, we discuss the best course of action to keep my beloved Subaru Forester going until there's a bird's nest in the engine. But something real funny happened earlier this year. I did not quite realize the extent to which we had all gotten to know one another until at eight o'clock one Saturday morning, I was awakened by a phone call from my mechanic uh, looking for Spencer, (laughs) who goes to the same shop. They wanted to ask me if I would remind him about an upcoming appointment because he had missed several of them in a row. We have told them nothing of our relationship other than we work together and they have already figured out that this is the way to get things done. I mean, you know, I did eventually make the appointment. So it worked? The one that, the one that, yes, it Uh-oh. worked. Uh-oh. You've, you've reinforced this behavior for everyone. <laughs> I um, There's one I like from internet friend I Am Spilly. Uh, on our first sit-down dining experience out in over a year, I fixed a loose bolt on the tabletop card holder so it wouldn't rock back and forth. Uh, Not so just it, the table. Right, yeah. We're going <laughs> above and beyond. I like this because uh, on my first dining experience out in over a year, uh, I fixed a table. On our second one, my brother-in-law fixed a table. I don't know what happened to these tables during the year away that all the or, 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 or all the dads are just pent up looking for shit to fix. I don't know. But like, as far as I know, 100% of first meals back out involved dad saying, oh, this table is one degree off. I need to show everyone that I I'm capable of crawling around on the floor. Um, now, Jason, was this a stack of napkins situation or did you guys go for more of a permanent fix and follow up? Same question for your brother-in-law. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he did. I know that I was, I, I uh, badgered the server into bringing me a small block of wood. <laughs> so it, where they acquired it, I'm not quite certain, but uh, eventually they said, where would this work? Perfect. Yes. Uh, and then man, the table was fixed. For me a trapezoid. <laughs> Did you make him go to 84 lumber? Did you make him just go cut me a piece of pressure treated? Gotta be pressure treated. Yeah, it, it was four by six. It was themselves. a team effort because if it was just me alone down there, it would have been like, I'm going to stick my toe under this and it's going to hurt. But uh, mm. that's a price for greatness. Um, So all my dad stuff from this past year, the fun one is uh, a couple weeks ago, I got very into the uh, van life bus conversion subreddits where like oh, yeah. people buy a fucking short bus and convert it into a house and whatever. And like they do crazy, cool, clever, actually beautiful shit with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's if you do it right, it's a cheap, sustainable way to live. You can travel the country. You don't gotta you don't gotta pay fucking anybody uh, as long as you're very smart about where you park. I know lots of stuff about all the theories, about all the current metas about <laughs> where to park, about whether you disguise your bus, whether you whether you, whether you get a, a white van and put a florist decal on there so people think like oh "Oh, there's no expensive tools in there to rob right because like that's the problem is if you park your white van somewhere you're not supposed to park it and you put like you know a hardware store on it you're going to get so that the cops think oh they work here well that you're going to get broken into because they're still your tools but if you put like you know dog care on the side of it 
you're probably not going to get broken into. But the current meta is to go completely the other way, have a colorful, friendly looking van. So where you don't you just openly say, yeah, I live here. I live here and I'm friendly and I'm nice and I'm harmless. So that's that's the current meta on uh, on van Reddit. Anyway, I talked about this to Emily for like two days and she was like, listen, um, we're going to live in a building. OK, we're just going to. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, you say that now, but let me show you this guy. All right. This guy, his white van, he's still on the disguise game. He's so clever with it. He's got a, a work ladder on top. And on top of that is where he keeps his solar panels. That's fucking genius. How do you say no to that? And she's like, walls are very cool and so are ceilings <laughs> as are Walls toilets are and i'm like cool. nah if we get uh, if we get a mid-sized bus we can have two toilets on this thing uh but it, you know we got a few years till child goes away to college i got a few more years to keep working on this <laughs> keep working down until uh i mean i, I told her but like i'm getting a van i'm gonna put furniture in it you can't stop me <laughs> whether you know whether you let me live in it or not is <laughs> that's where your input comes in um the other thing i did the the and this is probably like dramatically more dad just because of stubbornness and so forth was um there was for some reason we were like it was basically like all right we, we've been cooped up in this house forever we need like a, a weekend getaway type thing whatever um and i decided i want to go to the okie finokie uh, it's it's the darkest sky in the eastern half of the country. I'm gonna take the telescope and all that shit. I'm just gonna lay in the in, in on a rock and stare at stars or whatever. This sounds wonderful. Um, and then they realize that like, hey, while you're driving that way, we'll just keep going down to Disney Springs. And I'm like, fine, I, I, I'll you know. So like, this is the trip. They're gonna drop me off on the way down. Uh, the trip changed because I was gonna rent a car. Uh, technically, yes, I was gonna rent a van. All right, fine. Vans are cheap to rent. Uh, it, it, so perhaps this started my whole van thing. But anyway, I didn't have a car for this trip to the Okefenokee. We get down there and realize the place I'm staying is 18 miles away from the Okefenokee in Fargo, Georgia, which sorry, sounds, where? which is what? accurately named Fargo, Georgia. There is a BP. Mm hmm. And that is Fargo, Georgia. <laughs> so I was there. Ever heard of Fargo, Georgia before this? Because I have not. Mm -mm. Well, uh, no, because uh, the place I was staying is billed as being in the Okefenokee, but it's actually in Fargo, Georgia. So there I am, eighteen miles away from the Okefenokee, that, that and is like pretty far to go. Yeah, and, and, and they pull up. I, 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 we pull up, and um, we had three kids in the back. My kid and our two like screamingest, our screamingest nephew and screamingest niece. So I'm like, I am not going to spend, you know, two hours figuring out this situation while these kids are losing their minds. Y'all just go. I'll figure it out from here. So there I am in Fargo, Georgia. No car, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. Luckily, I had like a bed to lay on. But yeah, and, and I sat down and I said, finally, some peace and quiet. <laughs> so you're trying to and tell then, me like, you, And then you're 30 just... minutes in, I was like, Oh, this is way too much fucking peace and quiet. <laughs> I was the only soul on the compound. Like the uh, the people who cut like the, the front desk staff or whatever. They're there for 30 minutes a day at lunchtime because like that's how few people are there. I mean, eventually it was like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. I'm just like laying in the grass looking at stars and shit. But like for a whole day there, it was like, wow, I'm, I might go insane. There's... <laughs> There's literally not literally nothing to do here. I like um, that you I like that you basically said in your mind that you'd rather walk 18 miles than deal with two screaming kids. I didn't walk 18 miles. I just stayed there. I just stayed in No, Florida, but like Georgia. you made that calculation in your head. You were like, well, part if, of it was if necessary. I don't want I'll the kids deal with it. I don't want the kids freaking out for the rest of Emily's ride to Orlando. 
I would rather just fucking stay here. But actually, the most dad thing is also what ran through my mind is I've already spent $150 on this room. <laughs> It'd be a total waste <laughs> I show up. Like, what the fuck am I paying for? But in my mind, it's still like, I, but I paid for it. Therefore. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I like, went a little bit of peace and quiet and it, it encountered more peace and quiet than I ever thought possible. It was too much, too much peace and quiet. Quite I frankly. don't remember which reader did this, but one of the responses to Ryan's thread was, uh, a gentleman who has found himself saying over and over again at the slightest provocation and cannot stop, it would be fiscally irresponsible not to. Yeah. Yeah. Jane Coaston offers her own, which is, I said I just needed to rest my eyes for a bit while watching TV. Bam! God, that's Jane good. Is forever lapping the field in dadhood. <laughs> Solid. This was last year, which was, uh, I believe my accomplishment for last year was that I read two different biographies of Hitler simultaneously so that I could compare them. (laughs) (laughs) This one says he's real bad. This one says he's he's real bad. Listen. All right. Anyway, uh, from Alex Perrine, uh, otherwise known for many things, but also the reason I say hashtag teens researched globe brands for geographical accuracy and quality before purchasing one for a four-year-old yeah i know this is real dad behavior because i was like well that's what you should do (laughs) i see nothing wrong with this this is absolutely what you should do if it says ussr on it that's not purchase it purchase it (laughs) okay it's vintage all right yeah it's an error version it's gonna be worth more um i want to read one from lauren brown though i praised a child on my kid's first basketball team for keeping the mid-range game alive (laughs) kid can't be older than six i love it we love it the mid-range game specifically (laughs) the most dad of all shots she's she's in north carolina she's in north carolina too so you know that's from the heart she's feeling that she's like yeah make three passes then take a mid-range jumper that's how you play unstoppable it's the least efficient shot in basketball <laughs> but uh, a fellow north carolinian your friend and mine uh at not a fresh logged in right after she said this and said something to the effect of i cannot believe we are friends <laughs> <laughs> we all get there eventually we all we all get that level of dadness eventually spencer would you i i would um I'm going to go back to back Michiganders here because I feel this one in my bones, which is from Brian Cook. One of my favorite things to do now is throw stuff in the trash. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, get out, out away from me thing. Like I hate things. That's my big, my big enemy in life is inanimate objects. Like the struggle of me against inanimate objects. That's my, that's my foe. That is my most hated thing in the world is inanimate objects and throwing them into something that's going to take them away from me. Even if they're things I like, right? You could give me Guernica by Picasso and I'm going to be real honest. I'd love to throw that thing in a dumpster. It would bring me such joy. I'd be like, out of my house. I'd be yeah. like, that's a $300 million painting. And I'd be like, ah, ha, ha. what if you could we need to explore this? What if you could throw away your whole house and live in a van? Would you like to do that? Because I know, I know that it seems it like a good like idea to me. <laughs> so <laughs> if you need a space to stay on our way to Yellowstone. <laughs> I will tell you this. Instagram is a feast for the senses. Save one. Smells. 
in, mm-hmm. you can't smell what Instagram actually smells like. So every time I see an attractive van or an attractive bus, because I'm susceptible to this fantasy, I know it. That hook, fantasy. The, yeah, the fantasy. It is shiny and it is floating right there. And the way that I resist it is by going. It all smells like farts. That is the one thing that I think whenever I see a restored van and more than one person living in it. And I'm like, smells like horrible farts. That's the yeah. thing that keeps me. Okay. I mean, there, there are solutions to this, but it's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll move along. We'll move. <laughs> people, people living more about fart solutions. <laughs> there we go. Like where's the van life fart life hashtag. I need to know what's your fart strategy. Um, I believe this is a question for fart wolves. That's what happened fart. to that guy? <laughs> I'm just going to go to the biggest bad accounts, right? And go under the Instagram and ask them all the same what question. About what about the farts? How do you get the farts out of there? I feel like Michael Felder and I need to do this. This is like a Michael Felder investigates thing. Like, hey, how do you keep all the farts out of your beautiful twee van? Your little hey. Wes Anderson fantasy. It, it smells fantasy. like farts. I know it. I, uh, uh. My- my eye is drawn to this one by uh, Billy Gomilla. Have we ever said his last name out loud before? I'm not sure if that's exactly I correct. I don't know if it's Gomilla. I, b- I believe it is Gomilla. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds better. All right. Uh, started having very serious discussions with my six-year-old about turning lights off. So, yeah, this is my level of dad for a solid eight, nine years. But, like, I've just fucking given up. Like, I've accepted anytime I walk out of one room, every light in the house will be on. And I will get to enjoy walking around turning them off. Like it's it's a game that we all play together. It's very fun. They love leaving them on. I love turning them off. Everyone's happy. They're running my goddamn light bill up, but I get to turn the lights <laughs> off. I have finally gotten the uh, the children who occasionally are here for quarantine school trained to turn. Speaking of both farts and switches, I've got them trained to turn the bathroom fan on. I cannot get them to turn the bathroom fan off after a suitable amount of time. So that is, that is my next Jericho. Uh, hey, Michael Serber, have you made any dad progressions this year? I know that like me, you have no children of your own, but have you, have you had any moments like this that speak to you? Uh, I spent significant time, like multiple weeks, uh, seeding my front lawn and watering it and, I talked to my grass and encouraged my grass to grow um, in a, in in a healthy way and multiple times called my own father to say, it's making great progress. And I felt like all of that was, uh, was dad worthy. I mean, anybody with a gardening podcast is like, is performing way above uh, average dad level. The degree to which I look forward to this two-hour weekly discussion of, uh, just to name a recent topic, a fierce battle over different kinds of mulch mm-hmm. uh, is, is perhaps a serious dad signifier in itself. I th- I, the, um, great, the greatest battle we had was was mulch versus pine straw in general. That went on for fucking weeks. It's still going on, frankly. Um, <laughs> Felder, Felder sorry if you have pine that straw. go. Nor should he, and nor would we. Uh, yeah. Having a stance on mulch over pine straw, I'll add that to the having a right, having a mulch opinion at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Damn. 
Now, I do have a Father's Day story that I'm going to share because if you got this far in the podcast, you deserve the premium stuff. Okay. All right. This is Wait, pay- I'm sorry. I have one more on topic before you get here. Go ahead. I, for, I, for, I meant to put in Aaron Ryan at Morning Gloria. Mm-hmm. Uh, angrily sighed while adjusting the thermostat oh shit yes yeah (laughs) every fucking time Mm. so the premium father's day story i have is this because there's different father's day experiences um as you know my dad is uh very much a royal tenenbaum type um he is uh an uh, he's an eccentric man a man of uh a man of legend a man who sometimes I hear stories about and I'm like, why well, didn't know that or that that was illegal. Like that's uh, my dad and my mom. They separated a real long time ago. They're divorced. They live in the same place. And I have to call my dad and be like, Hey, we're going to do something. Right. The same town. Right? Same town. Yeah. They live in the same town. So um, I called him on father's or I called him like on Saturday. So day before father's day, I'm like, Oh, Hey, I'm in town. Like, you know, you want to hang for father's day. And he goes, oh, listen, I'm sorry. I'm already booked, kid. But uh, <laughs> I got big tied by my own dad. Kid. He's like, oh, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I'm already booked. I already got plans, man. What was he doing? Maybe a little sooner. <laughs> I have no idea. You only, you only know. You only know what took your spot. I didn't even ask. You didn't follow up. Why? What answer would suffice? He's like, well, you know, got to save the country. <laughs> like, No. Every That's single answer point. would just, just be like, like really? Would take hold. <laughs> and I didn't think that was weird until I told somebody else that. And they're like, did your dad big time you on <laughs> Father's Day? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Check mark. Done. Bingo. Yeah. So, you know, on Father's Day, what did you father say? I got big time by my dad, which to think about it. That's kind of that's the most dad Father's Day imaginable. I mean, you gave him a special experience like he got to do that to someone. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like (laughs) he got to guess that he got to reestablish primacy. Right. He got to be like, (laughs) I I was I was dad first. Uh, I spent Father's Day uh, camping with a bunch of women, but I did call my dad driving back from uh, a river float as soon as the bluegrass station played will the circle be unbroken and we proceeded to have a 45 minute conversation about college baseball so uh, i feel like i i feel like i did my what is the girl version of filial duty i don't even know millial 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 rock Girly I'm, old. Going, I'm going to return to the to the list of replies here because there are there are a few more that I just cannot let pass unremarked upon from another longtime friend of the program at Cuppy Cup. I got an Amazon gift card for my birthday and used it to buy lawn trash bags in bulk. <laughs> um, I would like to cite Mighty Metsu. Uh, who said that our baby's only eight months old, but I may have cut her out of a onesie rather than negotiate with the zipper during an early morning blowout that occurred during the dreaded pre-babysitter arrival post-mom leaving for work zone. I totally respect the 911 EMT hustle of this. That, that was like, Ryan's reply to him. I was like, you're basically an EMT now. Yeah. Like you could have done the normal thing, which would be to simply undo fasteners and take care. Nope. Nope. There's no time. No time. No time for that. Got to cut her out of it. 
So you've you've both had infants. But at one at one point during your children's development, did you have did either of you have like a Kiefer Sutherland moment like this? Do you remember? Mm, I do, and it was this. I had to change one of them who had had a horrible blowout in the bathroom of a burger king i believe oh, it was like no. the only spot at this exit and this was the type of blowout where staying in the car was not tolerable we had no fart solutions for this car besides rolling the windows down and even that wasn't cutting it so i had to so i took the kid i went in took the baby um put a bunch of toilet paper down because i knew it was gonna be bad took the kid and um when i had finished cleaning the kid up and putting the diaper back on nothing was salvageable. I could not, I just took the whole mass and threw it into the garbage can and then walked out of there with the kid in a diaper, like it was raising Arizona and just said, yeah, no, hey man, you walked out with the kid. I walked out with, that was, listen, that's the only that's job. I walked out with a clean kid. That was all I had to do, but it was so bad that when I was doing it, somebody walked into the bathroom, which was not a single user bathroom. No stalls, multiple sinks, implying that multiple people could use this bathroom at once this person walked in gave one look and one smell and turned right the hell out and kept walking <laughs> it was so bad they refused to use a burger king bathroom so uh when evie was in pre-k i used to her her pre-k was close enough to the house that i would just go walk there instead of driving there i'd go walk there and literally carry her home on my shoulders this was Aww. cute this was fun um let's talk about the last time she ever uh, shat her pants <laughs> was it when she was on your shoulders Jason? it was not during in fact it was uh around lunchtime about three hours earlier uh and then yeah she just sat around with her jeans full of shit and uh eventually sat on my shoulders with that going on and i sort of said huh <laughs> it smells pretty bad out here today and well you're like it's already happened I can't be. You're just I, didn't, I didn't really put it together until we got home, and I just sort of said, <laughs> "That was coming from you that whole time." All right, you're Sorry. going in this tub. I'm going in that shower, <laughs> and it was sort of a we'll never speak of this game. Well, but you know, funny thing is, we talk about it all the time. Hey, remember that time you shat your jeans while sitting on, you know, and then sat on my shoulders? And oh yeah, you got to bring that up at like high school graduation. A lot yeah, of times. And now she's a teenager, and at some point, really soon, it's going to be like, okay, can oh, you God, stop telling that teenager. story? Yeah, it's insane. Fuck, man i like I, i'm sorry i was not emotionally ready for that realization there are many yeah, moments uh, there yeah. are many oh. moments in raising a young child where you have to treat it as if that like things happen that are on the scale of losing a finger like that's how disgusting they are you go well that's already happened yeah let's find it let's put it in ice let's we're, we're we've crossed the rubicon i didn't know we were there but but now i have shit in places that aren't supposed to be and you do too so we're just going to not lose our minds that's we made like it through that it's unstoppable job from here on out yeah it couldn't be worse than what's happening right now and then the next week something else worse happens i'll let you know how the story plays when she gets to high school that'll be the real <laughs> determiner folks let me tell you <laughs> all right so there i am at her wedding right <laughs> giving, the, giving the speech oh. <laughs> it'll be fine I would also like to share the story of Brendan Porath, a man who knows about grass as a golf writer, um, who says that his dad thing is he vigorously rakes and fluffs up the grass so it, quote, recovers, unquote, after putting the bounce house away. The idea of 
treating the grass like it's been traumatized. We gotta gotta <laughs> fluff it up. Cerber, is this legit? Yeah, one hundred percent. That stuff's just gonna lay down, and you're not the, like water's <laughs> not gonna filter down to the root. It's just not a good. It's like sticking a pool, you know, on it. Uh, that's uh -huh. a that's a peak move. A better move would be to find a place. <laughs> <laughs> where you're not even going to put the, the the grass at risk but i understand we have our we all have our own limitations brendan you hear that <laughs> damn i'm not yeah. I don't know, i'm not trying to hurt his feelings but don't you have <laughs> don't you have a driveway damn, trying to damn. Hurt his, you're trying to hurt his kids damn. <laughs> it's a bouncy house right there's some padding it's there enough if they clear if they clear off if they like bounce off if they like there's fall out of that enough. thing Toughen up, kids. We're trying to keep the grass. <laughs> Put it over there in the glass pile. Yeah, get some back, get some back teen and protect your grass. It's fine. <laughs> kids walk it off. The kids grass heal. comes first. Rescue doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's a it's a beta grass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. What a this is this is putting on a clinic here. <laughs> God, there's I I'm just going to advertise for hand in the dirt again, because I definitely now remember there has definitely been more than one grass seed fight in which uh, one host or another's grass has been described as beta grass. Yeah, it's Hartzell's and it's fescue. I look, I yeah. wasn't trying to blow him up. <laughs> I will always blow Hartzell up given any opportunity. Love you, buddy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw one more, one more electric bill themed one in here because it's from, uh, Ken Tremendous, who is a, a sports fan of, of some, some renown, a, a sports enthusiast known around these parts woke up at 2am because I realized my son had left a light on downstairs when he went to get water before bed, went downstairs and turned it off. You think I have stock in the electric company or something? It's good because that last line was, I'm going to guess, delivered to that boy at 2 a.m. I, I appreciate that he capitalized electric company, like like the electric company. Like, it, yeah, you know, it, it, it is like the, the Monopoly tile is how it is written here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, this one is from our good friend Bo Hicks in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Oh, Got the unlimited car wash package and am determined to make them lose money. <laughs> Sometimes go multiple times in one day. It's me again. It never occurred to me to do this. And now that I've realized this is possible, I kind of want to do this myself. It's me again, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you thought you'd make money off me. Sir, you're right. Calling, calling the back, sir. He's back. It Damn it. Again. Damn it. Here comes big suds, Bo. <laughs> It's <laughs> getting the car frothy on our dime. Oh, no, it's it's Bo's incredibly wet truck. That thing's still dripping from last time. <laughs> Bath boy Bo Hicks back again to take your money. Our God, his truck's so soggy. Well, folks, we've started and ended in the same place. I hope you enjoy the show. Truck, Bo, your truck's going to disintegrate. My rigid grill structure is bared down on your unprotected cargo bay. <laughs>